What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Leadership Download. My name is Travis, and I'm here with my friend Cameron. Thank you so much for uh, joining us this afternoon. So today we're going to talk about the subject of feedback. Specifically, what we want to talk about is this idea of negative feedback. You know, as leaders, we are constantly being tasked with having to deal with feedback. In fact, uh, you know, one of the things that I would say it's basically a a, a a necessity of being a leader is that we must be we must get comfortable with constantly hearing things that we don't necessarily want to hear. You know, our, our abilities to improve, our abilities to get better, are often going to come through this track of uh, how of listening to things, hearing feedback that sometimes maybe is not the best. Uh, or the thing we want to hear. And I love what John Maxwell talks about when he talks about feedback. He says, we want feedback to help us, not hurt us. But most of the time, unfortunately, we view feedback, especially negative feedback in a negative way. Especially younger, younger leaders have a hard time hearing and accepting feedback. So obviously this whole idea of accepting feedback is something that we all struggle with, but it's especially something that uh, young leaders tend to struggle with. So for us to kind of start unpacking this idea of, of why feedback matters in the first place, there's a couple of thoughts I want to give you uh, of, of why feedback matters. So why does feedback matter? Number one is I'd say it's you need feedback because we don't see things the way others see things. And another way of saying this was to say, I don't see myself the same way that other people see me. So we need to have someone else come in to help us have this whole picture of who we are because we don't see the same, same image as, as someone else may see of ourselves. The second thing is you cannot fix what you are not aware of. We all have blind spots. We all have challenges in our lives. We all have things that we don't see, that, that we, we don't naturally know about ourselves, and we need someone to help us bring about clarity in those in those spots. The third thing is we have to start, we have to start seeing feedback as a positive thing. So we've, we're realizing that we we need that feedback because we 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 don't see ourselves the way others sees us. We we have blind spots, so we don't have an um, we don't. There's certain things we don't see about ourselves that someone else can see, and we we need to view feedback as a positive and good thing. The fourth thing, and lastly, I, I want to just add in there is, you know, feedback is the way we develop good ideas and improve ourselves. So when we ask someone for feedback, when we when we seek for um, the, for knowledge from other people, we are able to grow ourselves and become uh, a better version of ourselves. Cameron, you want to add anything to that? Yeah, you know, feedback is is what helps us get better at leaders, and it's so important to be able to receive feedback and give feedback uh, properly and in a positive manner. And this is something that I struggle with as well as uh, being uh, a young leader, where people try to undermine my ability um and effectiveness as a leader and feedback as you mentioned can be something to help you become a better leader uh, you mentioned blind spots that's so critical in our leadership is to 
be able to go to those people that you trust. It could be your boss. It could be people at your level. It could be people that you lead that you trust and say, hey, um, you know, how am I doing? How are things going? Um, is there anything that I can improve upon? And it's oh, the only reason why you want that is to help yourself get better. Um, and you want to start seeing feedback as a good thing and start getting ideas from people around you on how you can get better. Uh, because if, just like Craig Rochelle says, if the leader, I forgot what that saying was, uh, I forgot, it says something about if, you know, the leader always getting better. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I think I remember the one you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, I, and an interesting thing I, I like to put it, you know, when we talk about this idea of feedback, it's, it's, it's our ability to be able to listen, you know, and, and another quote that Andy Stanley has is, you know, a leader who doesn't listen soon has a, has a team that has nothing to say. So if, if we don't get comfortable with this idea of feedback, even when we're the senior leader or we're the, we're the most experienced person in the room, if we don't get comfortable with allowing people to provide us feedback, then we we ultimately uh, will have a bunch of people around us who have nothing uh, of much to say. And honestly, people who don't add value to you tend to not be the best employees to have around. Really, Mate, so the you second- make a good point. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you make a good point on that because listening is so important. And that's something that I've experienced as well as where your leaders are so quick to speak, but uh, their ears are not open. And I've heard this saying multiple times is, you know, you want it mouth closed, ears open. And mm -hmm. that's sort of the, I'm in a new environment right now. And that's my approach right now. I'm not saying a lot, but I'm just listening, listening to all the feedback on, um, and that changes the perspective of the, the team members. Like, okay, you're actually listening to me because you want to hear from me so that you can make that proper change and make um, the workplace better for everyone. Absolutely. You know, I, I love that quote by uh, Peter Drucker that says, you know, when he when he would go in and consult in a business, right? So here you got like the the, the, the most, one of the most powerful minds in management ever, you know, and here he's saying that, his greatest tool when he walked into a business to do consulting would be to become a person of ignorance and ask questions and listen. So here you got like this guy who could probably solve almost all your problems through just, you know, just through the knowledge he has. But he says, you know what, the first thing you should do is, is, is go in there with an ignorant mindset and ask questions and just and have that ability to learn and then, and then receive the feedback and work through that. So second thing that really uh, we, we wanted to talk about is, you know, so we, we, now, we know that feedback is important to us, but often when we get negative feedback, when we have feedback coming to, come towards us that's not necessarily positive, how do we take that feedback and, and use it in a productive way? And the first, the first point I want to share is probably the one that I still struggle with the most, but it's probably the most important. And it's and it's it's don't take it personally. One of the one of the worst things we can do when when we have a, a great relationship with someone and we have a solid re trusting relationship with someone, and they provide us some sort of negative feedback, is to take it personally. 
you know, I love what John Maxwell talks about when he talks about, you know, feedback is, you know, we have to learn to get over ourselves quickly and we have to use feedback to help ourselves grow and not be get offended or get offensive or defensive by it. So so that idea is we have to get over ourselves and, and take our pride out of the game and say, look, we don't take any of this personal because. The, our growth is going to be dependent on our ability to uh, to to be able to to take this and, and grow from it and not internalize it and, and cause us internal grief. The second thing I really want to say is is realize that we are we are not good or have or have grown out of feedback. Like we will never get to a a, a point in our lives or even on a specific subject or a specific task that we won't we will ever find ourselves in a position where we will will not need feedback anymore you know the greatest managers the greatest leaders the greatest speakers still often desire to take feedback and to and to grow from it they they're they're not they they don't believe they have reached a, a summit in their career or in their in their leadership or in their life where they feel like feedback is no longer valuable to them. Yeah, Travis, um, just wanted to add to that is that's that's the way I've always thrived as a leader um, is to get feedback day in and day out is I always ask either my peers, um, my team or my manager, hey, how am I doing? Am I doing good? That's the only way, um, you know, I know if I'm going the right direction or not. Um, I don't know how your experience is in, uh, with feedback. Yeah, I mean that's see, that's what's so important is I, I think one of the keys of feedback is is what you just said. You you will never get great feedback from people voluntarily on a, on a consistent basis. And what what you just said, Cameron, is 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 perfectly kind of transitions into that next point of really saying we have to ask for feedback. In fact, I like to word it a different way of saying you know we have to give someone permission to give us feedback because I don't know about you, Cameron, but I often feel sometimes uncomfortable offering feedback to someone unless I know they, they, they really want it. In fact, if someone, I'll say this, if someone is brave enough to walk up to you and provide you feedback unsolicited, you really better listen because like that's, a, that's an extremely gutsy and brave move that they've made. And they've took a risk with with you, especially if you're you're, you're their you're, you're you're their boss or superior or you know you're the the person in charge. And if someone is willing to to take that risk to provide you that feedback, I really suggest that you listen to what they have to say. And then and then after that, you know, it's really we really transition from this. We 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 ask for people. You know, we ask for the feedback and then we, we move into this idea of leaders should always be looking for from feedback from multiple sources. Don't take all your feedback from one person or from one specific group. Seek, seek feedback from multiple people. You don't want to you don't want to link it down to where you're only getting your feedback from one or two people. Make sure you're getting feedback from a multitude of people, because if you're only getting it from just small, small groups of people or one or two people, that that feedback can sometimes be biased or it could be um, not very the, the full picture of what you want to see. So 
you want to have a, a very um, vast group of people who provide you feedback. And then, then you can kind of build your your growth plans and how you want to kind of move your change the way you do things, you know, to make yourself better. The next thing you really want to talk about is look and listen carefully as possible when people provide you uh, this this kind of feedback. You know, you want to ask yourself like questions like, you know, is this a, a fact or an opinion? This is very important when somebody's providing you feedback. I don't, Cameron, I don't know if you have anything you want to add to that, but, you know, it's very important to understand when someone's giving you a, a, a feedback that you that is a fact that is something that is is with with is one hundred percent certainly true, or is someone giving you their opinion in their feedback? Yeah, and also with that, sometimes um, team members like beating around the bush. They don't like telling you exactly what the feedback is. They want they kind of beat around the bush just to you know. Uh, give it to you in a soft manner. Um, so it's important to to listen for those details and see what the underlying reason is for that feedback or what the actual feedback, what they're actually trying to tell you. Um, I mean, I'm experiencing this right now being a new environment where team members are giving me hints of different things to look at um, being new to to the uh, the work environment. And it's so critical to to you know, when you hear something you're like, okay, I need to look into that um, and do something about it. Not just listen to it, but do something about it. And when you do something about that feedback, um, that's when you start earning trust and credibility with your team. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and like, it's kind of piggyback off what you just said. You know, you really want to ask that question is what is the intentions behind the feedback that's being provided. So, you know, why is this feedback being given? You know, so if it is a, a subordinate or a team member on your team that's providing you this feedback, I once you kind of get past that, is this a factor or an opinion piece of feedback? And then you kind of transition into that feedback of why is this being given? Is it given from a state of duress? Is it given from a state of, of, of you know, frustration? Or, or why is, what is the why around this feedback? After you've kind of received the feedback and you, now that you've, now you're, now that you're at this point of trying to internalize the feedback and bring it back and actually try to do something constructive with it, you really want to take some time to process it, process your emotions. You know, our feelings at first can sometimes affect us. Uh, really in a negative way, especially if the in, the initial feedback was not positive. So we really need to kind of check our emotions at the door kind of, kind of mentality. We need to acknowledge the fact that our emotions are, are sometimes going to play a, a, a very biased uh, role in our, our, our ability to decipher and to, to make a decision on uh, the feedback. So we want to make sure that we 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 are acknowledging that piece and that we are, are and we are calculating that in our decision making. And finally, we want to we want to ask ourselves, you know, what do I feel? What do I think? And what do I know? And this is when you start taking feedback. And really, for me, if I get a, a good uh, piece of feedback, I often will write it down and I will begin to try to reflect on it and see where it fits into my. Uh, 
how it fits into my life. You know, Cameron, you got anything you want else you want to add? Yeah, uh, with the emotions, you know, as leaders, you know, as soon as we receive negative feedback, we get defensive. We may get defensive internally and hopefully not externally, but that's that's our first reaction. And it's so important for us as leaders is to um, put ourselves in check for our emotions um, because we don't want to be you know, have an outrageous reaction in front of our team because our team is looking how we react uh, based upon that feedback that we receive. Are you going to be someone that goes on the rampage with our team, retaliate amongst maybe the person that gave you that feedback? Um, if you if you if you take time to process your emotions and take that feedback as something positive, you know, it's something to help you improve that you're team and then you actually do something about it, your team is going to um, respect you more and be able to consistently provide that feedback. And I hope it goes both ways. And I know we're going to talk about that later on. And, you know, we always have something to learn in leadership. We're not going to be always the know-it-all leader. We're not going to be the one that has all the answers. We're always learning about our own leadership. And uh, we continue to involve, evolve um, in leading our teams based on feedback. That's how we thrive as leaders. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So so let's kind of chat for just a few minutes because, you know, we talk about this idea of, of constructive constructive criticisms or, or, or kind of a negative feedback. You know, when we when we what, what do we do when we have negative feedback? And really the question I want to we want I want to kind of ask us now is is, you know, how do we know the difference between constructive criticism and destructive criticism. And, you know, I think I, I want to really just kind of preface this is, is that our, our ability to accept feedback, especially when it's negative, is going to be solely based on our attitude, the attitude we possess when we're getting feedback. And, and, I, and I want to say a couple things here. Every you're going to have people who are going to provide you feedback. Let's call them the critic, right? You're always going to have somebody who 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 doesn't want to. Uh, they always they're always going to be critical to you. They're always going to be saying things that are maybe negative towards you. And you know what? Those kinds of people, you, we need to be able to know who they are, and we need to we need to take that uh, take that criticism at kind of an arm's length, right? But here's my suggestion: is you know don't I'd be, I want I, I want to be careful. I say this: Don't feel like you have to respond to every criticism you get. You know, often in our in our culture today, even in our in our political landscape we're in now, uh, we, we're in this mindset of every negative thing that is said about me, every piece of uh, negative feedback I get, I feel that I have to respond in some sort of you know, I have to respond to that negative criticism. You know, sometimes the best thing we can do is just take the criticism and, and, and be quiet. You know, that's just, I think that's very important for us to note at this point. You're going to have people who provide you negative criticism and it's not going to be healthy, but it's also not healthy to get in a back and forth battle with those kinds of people as well. So just take it for what it is and, and move on. But but what is constructive criticism? Constructive criticism. Constructive criticism is when is 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 not about devaluing people. 
when we when we begin when we receive constructive criticism it should never be from the the person providing you that that feedback should never never try to devalue you it always values the person and you know it's all about improvement it's all about reaching goals and it should always be towards a goal of positive change cameron you want to add anything to that uh yeah i really like um you know with the with the negative feedback whether it's constructive or destructive it's so important to um like you mentioned earlier rise above and that can be so challenging as a leader because sometimes we get this feedback that you know it really hurts us and sometimes we do take it personal um even though we try hard to not take it personal um you know rising above um that feedback and actually doing something about it um when you talk about constructive criticism what is it um it's it's something that's going to help you as a leader and create that positive change and get your team and work environment better yeah absolutely so so as we begin to kind of wrap this this whole talk up you know uh, a couple of things that you know we that I've came away in my 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 career that I think that helps feedback flow back and forth in 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 your in your business or in your organization or you know whether it's maybe even in your family is is this really goes back to this idea that we have to give permission to people around us to provide feedback so once you've given that permission I, you know I always encourage you especially when if you're in a company business atmosphere is always have an open open ear policy you know that means you're all you're creating a culture of openness you're creating this culture where it, it people feel comfortable approaching you and 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 bringing uh, their their concerns to you the second thing and, and this is something that i've really started to work on in the last year is never don't assume ask questions never assume anything never assume any circumstances just ask you know ask questions and kind of dig into what's really going on seek people's perspective seek to understand you know seek to truly understand the circumstances and when it really comes down to it you know positive feedback confirms your performance negative feedback connects you and makes things right so that's what it's all about positive feedback it confirms that you're on the right track negative feedback help to let you know it connects you lets you know here's the adjustments you need to make to be on the right track uh Cameron we've been running for about 20 minutes so final thoughts uh no I really like your point regarding having that open dialogue on feedback it goes both ways uh with your team and other other others around you once you have that comfortable open dialogue and seek feedback both ways um, you know, you look for opportunities for improving yourselves and the team. And that's what it's really all about is every, helping everyone get better. Oh, I remember that quote. It's when the leader gets better, everyone gets better. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I don't have anything else for this. So you want to end us out? Yeah. So um, thank you for uh, listening in on talking about feedback. Um, We'll catch you next time on uh, the Leadership Download. Right. Take care.